Welcome to the Plant Powered Life podcast. So I wanted to do a little update on my podcast from yesterday. I had several questions come in from listeners and they wanted me to go into more detail about overcoming sugar addiction because a lot of it was kind of building up to um, my suggestions for overcoming sugar addiction. And so I wanted to just get right into my, I, I was originally going to do five tips to overcome sugar addiction, but in, I actually have six. So you get a bonus one. So anyway, we're going to just get right into that so I can quickly answer the questions that I received about um, sugar cravings, sugar addiction, and how you can stop overeating and craving sugar all the time or a lot. So my number one tip is to avoid any type of carbohydrate restriction at all. And sometimes you may be intentional, intentionally restricting carbohydrates and sometimes it's unintentional. And what that means is sometimes we are so programmed to just be afraid of certain carbohydrate foods that we unintentionally avoid eating them and favor other foods over carbohydrates. And sometimes we actually are purposefully trying to eat a low carbohydrate diet. So you really need to kind of evaluate where you're at. Because even if you don't think you're on a low carbohydrate diet, you may actually be eating something similar to that just because of different things going on in your head about fears of carbohydrates and stuff like that. So this can cause very intense carbohydrate cravings. Now remember what we said in the last podcast, a craving for sugar is simply the body's signal that it isn't getting enough of its primary fuel, which is carbohydrates. It's that simple. So increasing the consumption of whole food healthy carbohydrates is going to lessen those sugar cravings. So I things like bananas, mangoes, potatoes, sweet potatoes, apples, rice, um, some of those, those of you who want to eat higher calorie dense things, dates would also work. And those are just a few examples. Um, of course, you can choose the carbohydrates that you prefer. Um, I would like to point out that squashes do not count. So pumpkin, delicata squash, those kinds of things are too low in calorie density to give you enough calories. So sometimes potatoes aren't even high enough in calorie density for some people. And so they need to increase the calorie density maybe to legumes like um, garbanzo beans or something like that. It just kind of depends on you and where your metabolism is, where your metabolic health is, and that type of a thing. But you definitely need to be increasing carbohydrates. Oats is another really good thing. Oatmeal for breakfast, something like that. So moving on to number two you are in too much of a calorie deficit and you may not know this because you know unless you calculate all of your calories every day you may not know or you might know you might be trying to stay in a 500 calorie a day deficit in order to lose a certain amount of weight or something like that so again this can be intentional and it can be unintentional actually some people just eat an amount of food that they think they should be eating even though it's not enough to fuel their body and so the body starts craving sugar because it needs more fuel uh, to function throughout the day. And so it's fine if you are trying to lose weight and you feel like you need to lose weight, it's fine to be in a calorie deficit. But if that calorie deficit gets to be too far, 
you're just going to be fighting cravings and it may actually end up sabotaging your weight loss efforts. So you do have to be really careful when you're trying to lose weight that you um, are in an appropriate calorie deficit where you are able to lose the weight that's needed. It Also, you may think that you need to lose weight, but you actually don't. You're within a healthy weight range and your body is happy where it is and you're trying to force it to look in a different way and so you're eating less than it needs to function properly and so it craves sugar that also can happen so you really need to evaluate your weight loss goals where you're at where your body's at and just make adjustments from there and sometimes it can be a little hard to know if you need someone else's eyes on things and kind of helping you through this you can always contact me and we can kind of discuss a, a program for you or or what that might entail. So always feel free to contact me if you have any questions about some of the things that we talk about. So number three is focusing too much on low calorie density foods. Now this is kind of all the rage in the whole food plant-based community right now is calorie density. Everybody's talking about it. It's the buzzword. It's like the fad thing that's going on right now. And it, it's not a bad thing. It's not wrong. It's not bad. However, it can lead people to focus too much on low calorie density. And when you do that, it can cause sugar cravings again. So vegetables are amazing. They're wonderful. They're super healthy, but they are only 100 calories per pound. So you think you eat two pounds of food and you only get 200 calories. You're never going to be able to eat enough to actually fuel your body. Vegetables, as much as people want to make it seem as though vegetables could be the predominant part of your diet calorie wise they cannot uh there's just not enough and so if you are struggling with cravings and you know that you're trying to eat a lot of vegetables or even potatoes potatoes are only 300 calories per pound and so they definitely can um be a little bit low too low in calorie density for some people and so you just need to evaluate where you're at and where your body's at. If you're struggling with cravings and you are trying to eat a lot of vegetables and you have been focusing on low calorie density, you might need to increase your calorie density slowly and see where you need to hit so that those cravings start to decrease. So um, you may have been doing like the 50-50 plate and if you've been losing weight and things have been going well but you're craving sugar, you may need to increase a little bit the starches and decrease the veggies a little bit um it depends if you've been doing a raw to four or some type of fruitarian diet your body may not handle just eating fruits and it might need more carbohydrate rich foods that are slower digesting so it keeps you satisfied longer and we'll talk about that in the next one but i would increase your oats Rice, legumes, bananas, mangoes, pineapples, a little bit higher calorie dense foods. Mango and pineapple are the higher calorie dense fruits, but they're still not super high calorie dense. Um, but definitely better than if you were going for berries or something like that. Um, but I would increase definitely legumes, um, rice, that those types of things, oats. Very, very, very important. Continue to just slowly increase those until you feel like you're feeling satisfied with your meals. They're sticking with you long enough and, and you will definitely see a decrease in those sugar cravings. So moving on to number four, 
And you might think that you're eating enough carbohydrates, but you might be following like a Rotel 4 or some type of fruitarian diet or doing, um, even if you're trying to do like the 50-50 plate method, the 50-50 plate is like a baseline. It's not an absolute everybody has to do that. There are some people that will gain weight on a 50-50 plate. I'm just going to be real with you. There are some people who will. There are some people who will maintain really well there, but they will not lose. And there are some people where that's not enough starch versus veggies. And so they still have cravings and they still just don't feel satiated. So this is not just like a rigid rule. So if you're struggling with cravings, your body is still out of balance. And the 50-50 plate, um, I would have to say, it's kind of just a general guideline, but some people need more legumes than the potatoes and rice um, and the other starches that they usually focus on. Some people need more legumes in their diet instead of the lower calorie density ones. So you might want to look at that. If you've been doing a 50-50 plate, um, I would try to do half of like a quarter of the plate is your legumes a quarter of the plate is your other lower calorie dense starch and then the rest of it is your veggies try that and just kind of try to play around with higher calorie dense things if that's still not working for you this happens with men there are some women though out there whose digestion and metabolism just like really need heavier foods you may need to even add something like tempeh um or edamame or other things like that in order to feel satiated and I really don't want you to stick in this rigid like diet mentality of I have to do a 50-50 plate or I have to eat Rotel 4 that works beautifully for some people but it doesn't work for everybody if you're doing smoothies in the morning that some people's digestion moves so quickly that it doesn't keep them satisfied long enough and it doesn't it doesn't provide the body with what it is looking for. Some people need slower digesting starches like oatmeal instead of smoothies. Some people, when I switch them from a smoothie in the morning to oatmeal in the morning, the cravings start to go away. So it it just depends. Like some people will thrive on juice in the morning and they feel great and they love it. And that's fine. But if you're having sugar cravings and you're, ha- you're overeating on things and you're struggling with cravings, their adjustments need to be made and it's really important not to be rigid because every person is different um you may want to move it in this depends so i said you can move towards legumes if that's still not doing it you may need to move to a little bit higher calorie dense things like pasta and i've even had a few people it's not as common need a little bit of bread i usually do ezekiel english muffins or something like that dave's killer bread or Ezekiel bread, whatever kind of bread that they like, just kind of depends on the individual. So we need to find where you're at. Like where is the calorie density that's going to keep you at the ideal body weight that your body is happy at, but also keep you from cravings and all of that. And there's a wide variety, really honestly. It's not the same for everyone. You'll see people who are really lean and they are eating pasta and they are eating higher calorie dense foods. And it really is just individual. So you need to look at that um, if things aren't quite working. And again, if you aren't losing weight, then there's adjustments that need to be made. And there's a way that you can lose weight and not have all the cravings. It just takes a little bit of finessing to kind of figure that out. 
So that moves me into number five, which is eating too much fruit or relying too much on liquid calories. So again, like I said, this can work for some people. It can be great for some people and some people it just doesn't work for. And if it's not you, that's okay. You don't have to follow someone else's diet rules. I always say that. Um, so let's go into the too much fruit part of this first. A Rotel 4 fruitarian style diets uh, can be appropriate for some people. A lot. I don't generally recommend them to young girls who are still in their teens or early 20s because you are still growing, your brain is still growing. Um, it, it can affect your hormonal balance and it can affect some things where you don't have a little bit of nuts or seeds or nut butters or something like that in your diet if you get too rigid with the um, 10% fat thing like 80-10-10 or anything like that. It just isn't super appropriate within that age for a lot of women, not always. But again, like I said, it's just we really need to play with this. I've seen so many young social media influencers end up with digestive problems, hormonal problems, all kinds of things from doing very extreme diets. So I definitely just recommend steering away from anything that's very extreme. But too much fruit, I mean, we can love fruit, but it digests very, very quickly. It's not super satiating for a lot of people. It can work for some. But one of the social media influencers that I see, a lot of times when she would do fruit, she also includes dates or she also includes higher calorie dense things. And I think that's why she is able to kind of maintain that, whereas some people don't. And still that doesn't work for some. So I'm just saying like it just, it really depends. Liquid calories, I mean, that could be juices or smoothies, that type of a thing. They just, there are some people whose digestion is just really fast and their metabolic capacity is really good and that they just burn through liquid calories. That It disrupts the fiber a little bit. It's very easy to digest juices and, and smoothies and it, it just doesn't stick with some people long enough and so they end up burning through that kind of food really quickly and then by the end of the day their body just wants something of more substance and a lot of times you'll end up craving heavier foods or you'll end up craving like sugar donuts just higher calorie dense foods at the end of the day if that's happening and you are juicing for breakfast or smoothies for breakfast we might need to move into oats we might need to move into sweet potatoes we might need to move into something else you don't have to eat oats it's just an example. There's a million other things that you could eat in, in the morning. Savory, sweet breakfast, doesn't matter, whatever you like. But if you're experiencing cravings later on in the day and your breakfast is really light, like a smoothie or juices or things like that, you probably need to look at that and see if maybe that might be part of your problem with your cravings of sugar or cravings of other foods. And number six, bonus number is an excessive amount of exercise or over exercising and a lot of people don't even think about this one but excessive amounts of exercise will absolutely cause you to crave sugar if you are not fueling your body with carbohydrates enough throughout the day you may hit the wall during exercise you may be able to do the exercise but then you have massive cravings later on in the day so if you are focusing your exercise on cardio, you do a lot of high-intensity interval training or any type of interval training, um, 
CrossFit, any type of high intensity cross training, circuit training style workouts, um, you and you are having a lot of cravings in the evenings, you, you really need to dial it back. I generally don't recommend anything more than walking or dancing for cardio ever, like ever. And I know they talk about, oh, hit cardio, it burns more fat later on, and you burn calories for the next 24 hours and all this stuff. Well, they're not paying attention to what this does to your hormones, to the cortisol levels in, in your body, to whatever other metabolic compensation is happening because of that calorie expenditure. What they don't tell you is that your body makes compensations for that calorie expenditure. So even though they say it continues burning calories, other things are happening to counteract that. So it just really honestly, for women, especially hormonally over time, yeah, if you're in your 20s, you're probably going to get away with that. That doesn't mean you're not having horrible sugar cravings for sure. Um, but hormonally, you may or may not be able to get a away with that genetic, just depending on your genetics. But I don't recommend that for, for women at all. It isn't necessary weight. Exercise is not a weight loss strategy. It's there for your health to move your body and it's not using that for calorie burn is just it's just an inappropriate use of exercise. So I only recommend walking or dancing for cardio and only three times a week at that. At, well walking you could do anytime. If you go out and take a walk in nature, take a walk around the block, whatever you enjoy that way, that's totally fine. But as far as like dancing or any other type of lower intensity thing, I only recommend a few times a week. Generally, you need to be focusing on strength training. And even still, I don't recommend more than 30 minutes of that because it just, once you get into overuse of the muscles and you've, you've caused a lot of micro tears in the muscles from your resistance training or whatever, a lot of that repair is going to require carbohydrates. A lot of people think, oh, it's protein. And protein is a small part of that, but carbohydrates are also needed to for tissue repair and all of that. And so um, you're going to have cravings if you are doing hour-long workouts, if you are focusing, if you're doing like 30 minutes of weight training and 30 minutes of cardio or more, who knows, um, you probably are going to have sugar cravings. And so, and it this is again, it's very individual. It really depends on your body and what your body can handle and how your metabolism is, what your metabolic health is. Some people can do more cardio than others and not have an issue. And some people can't do much at all but before they really start having sugar cravings and um, overeating and, and stuff like that. And so this is another thing I think you should really evaluate and look at. So these six things, I'm just going to read them really quickly back to you just to remind you if you are restricting carbohydrates in any way or have any um, unhealthy relationship with food involving carbohydrates, avoiding, you need to avoid too much of a calorie deficit, looking at that, focusing too much on low calorie density foods like fruits and vegetables, not enough on the higher calorie ones like oats, legumes, um, other starches. Following uh, more restrictive diets like a Rotel 4, uh, fruitarian, maybe the 50-50 plate isn't quite enough. Uh, complex carbohydrates for you, uh, too much fruit, 
or liquid calories and excessive exercise. So those are the things that you need to look at if you are having sugar cravings. If you feel like you would like to do a consultation with me and kind of have me look at what you're eating, your exercise, all of the things going on, I can definitely, I do this all the time, I can absolutely pinpoint where um, your issues are. Because if you're struggling to lose weight because of the cravings, or you're not really trying to lose weight, but you're just trying to like rebalance your relationship with food and stop having all these cravings, wherever your situation is, I can definitely um, do an evaluation and just kind of look and pinpoint where you might be on this spectrum of things that cause sugar cravings. So hopefully that's helpful for you to kind of have a baseline of things to look at to help overcome those cravings and start healing your relationship with food and having a better, more balanced, healthy approach and feel balanced within yourself. And let please let me know if you have any questions. You can contact me on my website and I look forward to talking to you next time.